0: This is the Morning Sports Desk for Friday, August 4th. All right, Corey, uh, the Twins get a win yesterday in St. Louis. They win the series against the last-place Cardinals and on the road trip facing the two last-place teams in two of the weakest divisions in baseball in the AL and NL Central. The Twins head back to Target Field going 2-4 and four on that road trip. Whoops. Oops. Eh. you know life. Life lives better on. in
1: the St. Louis series.
0: Yeah, played a lot better. The pitching was a lot better. You had really good starts from Pablo Lopez on Tuesday night. You had a really good start from Sonny Gray last night. He needed that. Going seven innings, only giving up, I uh, believe, one run through that stretch, and got the win. Corey for the first time since what April.
1: Yeah, I saw it was his first win since April. And I, he's not pitched badly in between there. No. He's arguably been uh, very good. He was an all-star mm-hmm. for this team. So it's just weird that um, it, it hasn't quite panned out. Again, just another striking, obvious blow from
0: this Twins offense, not doing him any favors. Yeah, that pretty much is what it boils down to. It's kind of also why the stat of pitcher wins – is not not gone, it's certainly still there, but why it's not necessarily regarded as highly as maybe it used to be, because it's like, he's pitched great, like you said, but yep. when his offense doesn't give him any runs, is it, like, any, you know, the, the Burp Lylevin would always say, quality starts. Six innings, giving up three runs or fewer. Sonny yep. Gray would do that a lot of the time, or go five innings, but only give up one run, and his team would still lose the ballgame, and it's like, well, because they lost one-nothing, is that Sonny Gray's fault? But What, like, it's just, it's the nature of things. But, uh, so Sonny Gray, a really good bounce back start, especially just after the last couple hadn't looked particularly great. So good for him to kind of have a get right game in that sense. Uh, the twins, speaking of starting pitching, will have to call up, uh, Dallas Keuchel because he's going to make a start at some point during the Arizona Diamondback series this weekend at Target Field. Um, the interesting thing about Keiko, Corey, is that the Twins brought him in maybe about a month ago. Uh, Former Cy Young winner with the Houston Astros, pitched previously with Texas, was with the Chicago White Sox in 2020, uh, and I believe 2021. Uh, So... He's a guy that's been around a couple different organizations since winning the Cy Young. Uh has definitely lost I think he tops his fastball out at like 91, 92. Sure. Uh he certainly can't throw it as hard as he used to and his ERA is good in AAA. It's like 3, which is fine. Uh you know, how it'll translate to the big leagues will remain to be seen, but Dallas Keuchel is still a former Cy Young winner. He was pitching in AAA with kind of the thought of you know he maybe could get a chance to make a spot start, get up in the rotation with the Twins, play with his former teammate Carlos Correa. Uh, but at the end of the day, he had a window. He had a day where he's like, if I'm not in the big leagues by this day, I have a chance to opt out of my contract and go find a team that will let me pitch in the big leagues. And it was interesting that he sure. chose the Twins because of how deep their starting rotation was. Mm-hmm. But he came here, and but he, he didn't.
1: To be fair, the Twins pitching a year ago was pretty brutal. Yeah. So I don't know that he necessarily... I think he missed some of the other things leading into this season...
0: Right. ...that well,
1: showed its depth.
0: Well, he signed the minor league deal in, like, early June, which is... at least had enough of a track record. To sure, right. But you're right. Yeah, like, they hadn't shown a consistent enough track record. Right. Uh, but he decided to push his opt-out, like, ah, let's give it another couple weeks. Let's get it to the trade deadline, essentially, and the and see if another team needs a starting pitcher. And the trade deadline came and went. The Twins didn't make any moves. Dallas Keuchel opted out, and when you opt out, the Twins had 48 hours to basically—you could trade him, you could do whatever. But Dallas Keichel's like, "Hey, if I'm not getting to the big leagues, I'm out." Well, he mm-hmm. gets to the big leagues, yep. and he's going to make a start this weekend, and we'll see how it goes. I mean,
1: he opts out, and like what? Less than yeah, less than 48 hours later, the yeah. Twins are like okay, you can come pitch for us because Joe Ryan's got to go to the injured list.
0: Yeah, and that's the thing. I'm not – whatever. Keichel is fine. We've talked about this off-air, Corey, of like do the Twins go to a six-man rotation to give guys like Joe Ryan, Bailey Ober, Sonny Gray, like to give them a break, to give them a rest a little bit. They've been throwing the most innings out of any – or like the second most innings – of any starting staff in baseball. But yeah, Joe Ryan's going to go to the IL, so we'll stay a five-man rotation for now. Uh, Joe Ryan going to the IL is really interesting in and of itself. So Rocco Baldelli said this before the game, because the Twins made the roster move, uh, that Joe Ryan was going on the IL. He's going on the IL with a groin strain. And he said he aggravated it, Ryan did, stretching in his start in Atlanta. I don't know if you know this, Corey. The Atlanta start was... He made his start on June 27th. It's currently August 4th. What? Yeah, he said he aggravated it stretching and kind of noticed it. He said he'd never really been injured before, never really felt that kind of pain. But he's like, well, I can still throw. And he went there and he gave up five home runs to the Braves. And then he... That was immediately after his complete game shutout, correct? Yes, immediately after the complete game shutout against Boston at Target when,
1: Field. And then he he just started circling the drain, uh, like, immediately after that start. This is why? That's crazy.
0: Yeah, I mean, well, it's... And who knows how much of it relates to the start necessarily or being broken down or just a fluky, like, I don't know, I'm stretching, and all of a sudden I stretch a little too far and and injure myself, but... Either way, the crazy est part of the story is that Joe Ryan didn't tell anybody. And he tried to, but he knew it was an issue. It wasn't Mm -hmm. just him powering through it, he knew it was an issue because he tried to treat it on his own. So he didn't tell the team. And this was over a month of bad starts, of giving up the most home runs in a six-start stretch in Twins history, beating Burt Blylevin and uh, Sidney Ponson. Uh, or was it Carlos Silva? I can't remember. But either I think it was Carlos Silva. Doesn't yeah. matter. Uh, but that's the thing of like Rocco Baldelli doesn't yell, and he doesn't like he's not a love him or hate him. He's he's not going to yell at you, but he will give you a stern talking to. And <laughs> his post game or his pregame quotes because this was in a pregame press conference to the media. Uh, his pregame quotes were in the Athletic, and basically uh, what he said was the communication has to be better. Of course. And he's, he's yeah. like, and Joe knows that, which is his way of kind of saving it a little bit of like, I'm not completely throwing him under the bus, but at the same time uh, I'm throwing him under the bus because he doesn't know he's hurt and the team doesn't know he's hurt. So they can't help him. They can't game plan for that. They can't give him a spot start off to rehab it. Rocco said until he made that decision to tell the team, which he didn't tell the team until after Tuesday or after Wednesday night when he got rocked. Right, like he or Thursday morning or whenever when he gave up four more home runs in like an inning, and the Twins lost. I'm sure that
1: conversation was like, "Dude, a month ago you had a complete game shutout, and you've completely what's going on? Is everything okay?" Oh, by the way, yeah, no, no, I actually I was stretching and I think I strained my I strained my groin. Dude, (laughs) dude, a month ago this happened.
0: Mm -hmm. You've been bad because you strained your groin and didn't want to tell anyone?
1: Yeah. Oops.
0: Yeah, it's a big oops. Uh, Rocco said, until he made that decision, there's nothing that we really could have seen that we would have known. We measure everything. Our extension numbers out there may be a little bit off where they normally be, yes. But a lot of pitchers go up and down in those type of things. Basically, Rocco's like, it's a groin strain. We can't see that. Like, how, right, right. how are we? I mean, I yeah. hope not, but. Uh, he didn't get
1: hit in the face with a line drive, right? There's no right. bruise. There's no. What? uh ah, uh, ah. Uh, 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 I don't like that. He didn't I don't even like do it,
0: like, on the mound. Like, pull his groin on the mound. You could see him wince, and Rocco's like, hey, let's go check that out. It right. was during stretching. And starting pitchers stretch in the outfield. Like, they're, they stretch in the outfield, and they run around, and they're in the bullpen. They're, like, they're moving all around. They're not where Rocco is. Right. Like, that's. So. Uh, I mean there's uh, go, go, ahead. No, no, go no no, no go finish ahead I think you're going to say what I was going to say so I like the bulldogginess yes
1: right I like that he's got that dog in him I I do appreciate that that is a uh that is a trait I think anybody who's ever played sports is is taught early on of like try to fight through these things if you can mm-hmm. um uh there was a, a line that I was told very early on uh, uh my dad actually said it to me he said you have to know the difference between being hurt and being injured uh-huh and it's an it's a very important difference the difference between being hurt and being injured is you can play hurt you can't play injured and you um it's irresponsible to do like if you're only hurt and you don't play it's irresponsible to yourself and your team and if you're just a little banged up
0: if it's like a bruise if it's uh yes
1: if you're injured and do play it's irresponsible to yourself and to your team you have to understand the difference and um one of the reasons joe ryan is where he is is because he's been able to fight through some things in his life that's it's why he's in the major leagues. That's a huge part of it for sure. Um, and in probably past experiences, he has been able to barrel through. But for crying out loud, man, you're pitching twice a week. You've never had to pitch twice a week before in your career, really. This mm-hmm. is you gotta understand the differences and what you're doing. And we of course he wants to be out there and help his team win, but like a little bit of a groin strain in June or July or whenever it is. And missing even up to a month is better than not dealing with it. And now it's August. Who knows how long this is going to take. Right. And then we're going to have to try to
0: regroup. And get back into rhythm. And by the way, In
1: September?
0: Uh Uh-oh, that's not good. Right. And this isn't a 10-day IL. Pitchers go to the 15-day IL. So he's going to miss uh, three times through the rotation without Joe Ryan. Right. And, in an important month of the season. Now the Twins play the Diamondbacks. They're a good team. They have Detroit and Philly on the road and then Detroit at home and then Pittsburgh. Like, there's some winnable games here. And Joe Ryan puts you in a better position to win than Dallas Keichel does. Yep. So what like it's
1: It's a mistake. He's screwed up. Yeah. I again you appreciate the attitude and the effort and all of that stuff. you don't want you don't want your athletes to lose that. Right. And we've had, as Minnesota fans in our lives, athletes who seemingly sit for... They don't understand that you can play hurt.
0: Yeah, you know, the Jimmy Butler have, general soreness.
1: We we have had those athletes before, and I don't appreciate that either. But if you're actually hurt, you're actually hurt. There's mm-hmm. That's just how it goes, dude. Or actually injured. If you're actually injured, you've got to get right. You yeah. have to.
0: Well, exactly, because... It just, it, it, eh, whatever. Uh, <laughs> that's pretty much we. That's all we have to say. Because the one the one silver lining in this situation is is that Joe Ryan for like the longest time he's given a home run after a home run. Everybody's like, is Joe Ryan broken? Like, is he legitimately like fallen off? Well, now it's like, okay, he's hurt. So that at least maybe means like once he gets right, he's gonna get right. Like right. so that's the concerning or that's the non concerning part. That's the silver lining in this situation, but
1: how is he not understanding that him being out there is hurting the team? Have they
0: yeah, he they
1: lost seven to three because he gave up four home runs. You being out there is not better for the team. you've mm-hmm. given up you're
0: they're well they're and cranking it, and hopefully this is the opportunity to be like, all right, don't do that again. Like, report an injury. Uh, One last thing, Corey, before we let you go here. Uh, A5 from day five?
1: I don't know what that means.
0: A1 from day one?
1: Okay, yeah, I know what that means. What does that mean? Well, it means a lot of different things, but that's Anthony Edwards and what he has said and his number. Mm -hmm. He's A1, Anthony 1, that was his jersey number. He's been the number one player since day one. And now he's
0: A5 from day five. Anthony Edwards is switching to the number five. Why? Uh, Because that was the number he said he's had from elementary basketball all the way up through Georgia. He said kay. it's his birthday, it's his sister's birthday, it's the day his grandmother died. I don't know. He's He's got a whole bunch of reasons. Isn't uh, there a five on the roster already? Yeah, Kyle Anderson. Uh, they did a straight swap, pretty much. He <laughs> said he said he wanted it when he got drafted, but he said uh, 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 Beasley wouldn't give it to him. Malik Beasley. Sure, yeah. Wouldn't give it to him. So Kyle Anderson kay. did a straight switch. He said that he would have did it the year before because Anderson signed last year, uh, but the go... But, Beasley was still on the roster until after the deadline, and then the Gobert trade was made, and then they signed Slomo. So that's how the situation breaks down, and now Anthony Edwards is
1: number five. So the starting lineup is going to consist of the same numbers. They're just. Yes. It's just a jersey swap. That's Uh. going to be confusing for half a second, isn't
0: it? (laughs) The whole month of November of the NBA season. You're like, why are you shooting that Kyle Anderson? Oh, wait, that's Anthony Edwards. (laughs) Wow,
1: Kyle Anderson's shot sure looks a lot smoother all of a
0: sudden. And sure lost a lot of weight. (laughs) (laughs) This has been the Morning Sports Desk for Friday, August 4th.